Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Be a Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm so excited you're here. It's great to be back another week, another episode. And if you're new, welcome. I'm so thankful that you are here. And I really hope that um, you get to see a little part of my life and how maybe it'll help you with yours. Uh, My personal journey as an amputee um, has been ongoing for the last four years. And I try to share my journey with you. Uh, Usually, Some of my episodes come with last minute um, ideas because of what I've gone through that I think is imperative to share so you understand that we are similar in ways and you can see the ups and downs of my life knowing that not every day is peachy keen. And this last week has been a doozy. I am actually shocked that I am sitting here with you today, to be honest. It was, it's been quite a week since last Thursday, I would say about last Thursday, until this morning. And all I kept thinking about was, I'm going to have to stand to do this podcast episode. I'm going to have to figure out a different place to be because I ain't sitting. And um, I thought I'd jump on and share that. But what I really wanted to make sure is that you are all doing great. And I realized that at the beginning of each of my episodes, I've kind of gotten into a habit of how I, I start my intro. And I always say it's time to unleash the warrior within you. And I'm wondering how many of you sit there and scratch your head and go, what is that supposed to mean? My hope and my goal and where my heart comes from with this podcast is that when I share with you what's been happening in my journey, that somewhere along the line, one of these episodes will ring in your ear, in your heart, and make you realize that you are built to live and built to be a fighter and that you are not going to roll over easy, no matter the circumstance. And I thought, what better way than to tell you it's time to unleash that warrior within you because you know what we each have it in us that fight that drive and sometimes we need a little extra push to get us to fight for ourselves to fight for a better life to fight for a better health care whatever it is you're you're dealing with and you know for me obviously my amputation is always the forefront of my mind does it define me No, but I do use it to help others. And so it is always on my mind. You know, how could it not be? Every morning I put my leg on, every evening I take it off, I have to clean it out. Then when it's not on, I am like, you know, incapacitated because I'm working, walking around with crutches and, and then I have no hands to use because my hands are on the crutches. And, and so, you know, I just think that if you all realized what was within you, Um, you might actually find yourself living a better life. So I wanted to tell you this week, um, this week I'm kind of labeling more on hope um, because, you know, you guys hear me talk and 
you know, it's really easy to talk. And I'm sure there are naysayers that say, oh yeah, it's easy to talk when things are going great. You're right. And that's why this week, I think it's imperative. My goal has always been to be transparent with you. And I will tell you honestly, with complete and utter honesty, that since Thursday, it has been the biggest mental challenge I've had to get through in a very long time. And it has not been easy. And I have, I have had to implement all the things I've talked about in past episodes, not to be a hypocrite. Okay, I want you to understand that I am not a hypocrite. So if I tell you to find the positive, I'm working on that myself. If I tell you to speak positive to yourself, I am doing that myself. And when I start to get down or I mope, I'm like, you know what? You would tell your people you're listening that are listening to your podcast to not linger there, that it's okay to be there, but do not linger there. So I was thinking of you guys as this weekend was unfolding for me. And it was, it was definitely character building this weekend. And um, so just to give you a little background, Wednesday, I started a rucksack challenge for Mission 21. I mentioned it last week that on March 1st, I signed up as I did last year to march 48 miles any way I could with a rucksack on my back. Now, rucksacks are basically what our, um, our soldiers carry when they're on the ground and they are maneuvering into place. They're carrying their sacks and they're called rucksacks. And, you know, there's debate on how many pounds a rucksack could be. And, you know, you might hear 40 or 50 pounds, whatever. But the challenge isn't to put that much weight on someone's back. It's to to challenge yourself, push yourself past that limit and where you're going to be. And I do not back down from a challenge. And I did have my rucksack on. I have a rucksack. I put my leg backpack, and I do have a backpack that I carry with me everywhere I go that has tools and cleaners and um, my sack to put my leg back on if I have to take it off if I'm out and about. It, 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 you name it, it has everything in it. I take it when I hike everywhere and it's about 12 pounds. So I thought, well, I can add a 10 pound weight. So I did 22 pounds, which is kind of cool because Mission 22 is called Mission 22 because of the 22 soldiers that commit suicide a day. And we're trying to bring awareness to that um, epidemic and help it by raising funds so that they can get the outreach they need um, and the therapy they need and whatever is needed to help them get through the pains of, of what they went through. And so Thursday, no, Wednesday I started that. Wednesday I did a mile and a half on a treadmill. I hate treadmills. I just got to tell you, I don't know who made those up, but I feel like a hamster. I'd rather be outside in the fresh air, but we've had turbulent, crazy weather. So I just did the treadmill. Thursday, I was sore, but I'm like, gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Got back on the treadmill, did a mile. So I did a mile and a half, then a mile. And I had to push for that mile. (laughs) I have to tell you, that was a tough mile having the day before. Keep in mind that I haven't been on a treadmill in like a year, probably since the last challenge. And I hadn't had a rucksack on my back. We haven't hiked in a long time. And so um, here I am doing that. And then 
Thursday, I was feeling pain in my residual limb. So if you don't have a prosthetic, uh, I will explain to you this. And those of you that do, you may understand this is the more weight I put on my back, the more weight is pushing into my socket that could cause issues if my socket's on different or hits a nerve or whatever. So it was hitting a nerve. Friday, I thought, mm, I'm going to take a day off. This is unusual for me, but I did what was right for my body. I listened to my body. You need to do that and know when to back off and when to push. And this was a time to back off. Unfortunately, it was probably a little too late. And I think my back was weak from holding it. And I was doing something on Friday and I twisted wrong. And I, I think I pinched a nerve and it was like a sciatic nerve. <laughs> so it's a big one. And what I have noticed is the only time I've had really, really bad phantom pains is when I pinch this nerve and it runs across that whole solid um, bone across the back of my butt and through my hips, around my hips. And then it, if I try to bend over, like when I feed the dogs, I'm bending over to get their bowls, shooting pain down my butt, down my hamstrings. And it kind of stops mid leg on my good leg, but with my residual limb, I think it doesn't know where to go. And therefore it just kind of spazzes out. Like it creates serious burning sensation in my foot. It's crazy pain. Like at first on like Thursday and Friday, it was, it felt like someone was taking a knife to the bottom of my foot and stabbing me. Like it would literally make me jerk my leg up really quick. And my husband would be looking at me like, what is going on? I'll be just sitting there watching a movie and my leg will jerk up. You know, just like it's it's trying to get away from that pain. And that's where it started. Saturday, because I was having a procedure done on Monday, and I will not talk about the procedure, but I'm having a procedure done on Monday that required me to fast starting Sunday morning. And I do meal preps for my family, uh, for my boys to take back to college and for my husband and I for the week. <laughs> so I thought, I am not going to meal prep while I'm fasting because that will kill me. So I decided Saturday morning, get up, be strong, get to the grocery store, get everything you need, come home. And then you see my kitchen is a complete mess of pounds and pounds of meat and vegetables and fruits. And I start cutting and dicing and cooking and grilling and you name it. I did that all day, finished around six. And by six, I was hurting so bad. I had stand, stood on my feet all day and my back was just aching. So whatever I tweaked on Friday got really inflamed Saturday and Saturday night there was no sleeping. Like I could barely sit on the couch. I couldn't even lay down in bed. I finally just went to the couch and I heating pad on my back and lay there and slept on the couch sitting up Saturday night. And I'll tell you, the procedure that I wasn't looking forward to was already weighing on me and I was already kind of nervous and trying to talk myself out of it. There's nothing to be nervous about. It's a, just a normal medical procedure. But I was also nervous how I would take not eating all day and not being able to eat all day the next day because Monday it wasn't until three o'clock. And so here I was Sunday morning waking up with very little sleep, crappy sleep on a couch trying not to eat or think about food, but not being able to move. And remember, I always tell you guys that I do everything by distraction. So if I'm having a bad day, I keep moving. Well, 
when you're worried about fasting and then you have this pain, all I did was immobilize myself. I literally sat on the couch with a heating pad on my back and just prayed that it would go away. And it didn't, but I sat there until it got dark. And then I remember looking up one time and going, my God, it's dark out already. I spent the whole day sitting on the couch and the whole time I was trying to talk myself out of the pain, right? I tell you to positive self-talk. I was actually trying to breathe through it, own the pain, understand the pain, pass through it, didn't matter, didn't help. I was trying to keep my cool. I was trying to keep my, my stuff together. I was trying not to lash out at anybody around me. And everybody pretty much stayed clear of me most of the day, but it was such a waste of day. But I was in so much pain every time I moved. And then I panicked because there was a point in time where I was like, my God, is this ever going to pass? What happens if I have to have the procedure and my back feels like this and I can't lay back? And I'm thinking of all these things that could go wrong. And I was like, okay, you're doing everything you've told people not to do. Start thinking positive. You know this will pass. You Surely this will be passed before Monday's procedure. You'll be fine. So wake up Monday. Didn't sleep well, but at least I was in bed and I felt a reprieve a little bit. But I just literally spent all night Saturday night till I got out of bed and Sunday night literally rotating from left side of the, uh, you know, laying on my left side, nope, laying on my stomach, nope, laying on my right side, nope, turning on my back, nope. And then when I get on my back, I would pull my knees up, knee up and my leg up and I would try to stretch my, my back out and then I would try to turn it sideways a little bit, turn it sideways a little bit, did everything I could, laid, turned over a little bit, see if that felt better, not really. And that was what I did for two nights. Woke up Monday, still hurting. And I thought, oh my God, this isn't going to go away. And just had to deal with just everything, the nerves, the pain, the nerve pain, you got it, you name it, I had it. And I thought, my God, I mean, this, this was a nightmare. Like at one point in time on Monday, it brought me to tears. I just, I, I couldn't even take it anymore because it started if you remember on Thursday there was a whisper of it on Thursday and Friday the back pain started so it was a whisper of pain on Wednesday Thursday of sharp shooting pains into my bottom of my foot that's not even there and then it moved into the back pain and the nerve pain on my foot and then starving myself for 40 hours (laughs) which I actually did pretty good with. But at one point in time, I had to take a medicine and I just, I threw it up. I I couldn't even. So if you can imagine back pain and throwing up all at the same time. Yes, I know. So gross. But I wanted you to catch a reality glimpse of what happens to me when I go through this. Because no, it is not all roses. And no, it is not easy. And I started thinking about all those times I talk about how you need to push through and how many of you might be sitting there going, oh, easy for you to say when it does, nothing hurts on you. And I do have pain. I have pain every day. But this kind of pain is a different level pain. So I know, and I've been there. This is my fourth episode in four years. And it is very character building. It is humbling. It can be self-destructive. Um, I know it, it builds me up by pulling me down. Because I did think of you guys and I thought about my podcast throughout this and how could I live with myself if I didn't even take my own medicine that I give out 
So I was thinking about all those things I tell you every week about staying positive and positive self-talk and keeping motivated and keeping moving. And the moving part was really hard because when you're not eating, you don't have the energy to do what you need to do. And I was already trying not to burn any more energy so that I didn't feel hunger pains. And so, you know, I was in a bad place because I just wanted to sit and curl up in a ball and I couldn't. If I if I could have just fasted for those times and felt good about everything, I'd be fine. I probably would have been out doing stuff. But I'll tell you what, Sunday and Monday were the longest days of my life and they were so painful. And even this morning when I woke up, I was getting together with meet with my son and I I'm the kind of person that I woke up and I could barely reach down and get my dog's bowls when I fed him this morning. And I thought, oh my God. All right, this is that defining moment. I have stuff on my calendar. I had a 10 o'clock coffee date with my son who's at college and we were going to meet halfway. And I had a one o'clock appointment with my prosthetist so he could fix a little crack in my socket, uh, the liner, inside liner part of my socket. And I thought... You can, you could cave and you could stay home and be all miserable because everything hurts or you can suck it up and you can get in your car and know yourself knowing that this too shall pass. And I thought, I want to see my son. I want to go out and see him and see how he's doing. And you know what? If I'm still hurting by the time I get to the prosthesis, because keep in mind, I have to take my leg off. And when your sciatic's hurting and you have shooting pains going down your back of your legs, trying to put a skin fit socket on bent over pulling down that was so painful the last two days I can't even tell you I didn't even want to put my leg on but I was like you're gonna get it on you have to put it on so that is where I am at so that you understand where I come from I struggle with the pain I will push through the pain to the point of almost putting myself into tears but I know that I must do what I must do to push through and break, I feel like I'm breaking through something to the other side. And sure enough, went to see my son and I wasn't sure where I wanted to sit because I knew sitting in certain areas was going to really compress my back and hurt. But we sat, you know, Starbucks, it was a kind of a hard seat kind of area. They had all high tops and one low seat. So we sat at the low seat and we just started talking. And I noticed, I literally noticed physically the change in the demeanor of my body as I got absorbed into him and what he was talking about. And then I realized the thing that was missing in my life Sunday, Monday was doing the things I normally do to keep my mind moving forward. I was stuck. I was stuck with what the pain felt, how it felt, how strong it was, what I couldn't do versus what I could go out and do because I was literally in that fasting mode And I just, I felt incapacitated. I felt like my leg didn't move right because I was having a pain in my leg. So I was dragging it, so to speak. I wasn't really kicking through. I didn't have the energy. If I kicked through too much, then my back pain would act up. I mean, it was just a really bad cycle that just, I felt like wasn't never going to end. And the only thing I had going for me is knowing that every time this has happened in the past, four or five days, and it subsides. And true to form, by the time I got my prosthetist, I wasn't feeling the back pain. I talked through it with him so I could get it out of my system. And then we joked about things. We talked about our lives, where we've been, because I haven't seen him in a long time. Like I used to see him like weekly. Now I'm seeing him every four or five months, which is awesome. I love him, but I I don't want to be there all the time. Um, They're great guys. But 
you know, it was just nice to get all that off. And you know what? I have not, knock on wood, had the back pain since leaving my son. So where does this go from here? What are the lessons to learn? And why am I talking about this, right? You're going to have these moments. We all do. If you ever watch a friend, a neighbor, a family member, or someone on social media looking like they are living the perfect life that goes unscathed, I would tell you, you are so wrong. There isn't anybody that doesn't go through this. And I really can say this with 100% certainty. When I talk to even Paralympians that get out and do stuff, they have their struggles in their moments, but they do not let it define them. They do not let it knock them down. And they know that this will pass and they will break through onto the other side. No matter what you're going through, that is what's going to happen for you. It is how do you manage and get through those times? And I will tell you what I did wrong. I did wrong. I sat around and did nothing. Granted, like I said, I normally would not have done that. But fasting took a whole new dimension for me. And I was really worried about the Monday's appointment. I was worried about how it would feel to fast. I was worried about the medicine I would have to take. So there was a lot of other components that my normal self would deal with. But in the past, when this is done, so just so you know, I have not done any more walking or hiking since Thursday. I have decided I need to take a break. I will get through this pain. And when I do, I will slowly and gradually work back up to where I was. I haven't been in the gym. I haven't done the things that I normally do because I'm allowing myself to heal so that I don't have this happen again because you really don't want it. But I also know that it's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be something that's going to reoccur tomorrow again. I hope not. Like as a whole new episode, it's not. I think I'm done. I think I'm through it. My leg still hurts a little bit. I still have an irritated nerve. So my foot's on fire right now as I'm speaking to you. Um, but that is why I thought today's episode might actually be a standing episode because I didn't think I was going to be able to sit on a chair for a half an hour and talk. I just, I didn't think I had that in me. And so I am right now, I'm sitting. If you're not watching and you're listening only to the podcast, I'm sitting. Woo -woo. Um, but what I would want you to take away from, you know, we talk about comparison is the thief of joy. And when we see other people going and doing, we feel almost like failures for not being able to do the same thing they're doing. And that's malarkey. You need to know your own body, you need to own your own journey, and you need to live it the best you can. You have to know when to push, and you need to know when to pull back, and that is coming from someone who hates pulling back. If my husband says, you probably shouldn't, I go, let's do it. You know, I'm that person. So I get that, and I get that some of you are in a different place where you are really, really hurting right now. And all you can do is ask yourself, what can I do to distract my mind from thinking about it? You know, first, I, I've gone through a book recently that talks about breathing and the therapy of breathing and kind of a body scan. And with a body scan, you kind of own each body part as you go up, acknowledge where it's at in pain or in rest, whatever, and you scan your way up 
all the way up to the top of your head. So I did try that because I had nothing else to do. And I was just sitting there. So I thought, well, let's body scan and own this pain. It didn't help me for this kind of pain. And I don't know if there's anything I could have done with it, but I did recognize it and I tried to move on and the pain kept calling me back. And in a body scan, it'll say, if something keeps calling you back, acknowledge it again, but move on. And again, I kept trying to do it and it kept calling me back. So it really wasn't as successful. For me, what really works is staying active and preoccupying my mind with things other than sitting around and thinking about myself. So whatever it takes for you to think outside yourself, when you're going through a hard knock in life, for me, that has worked. Try it. Maybe that works for you. Um, sometimes it's okay if you just want to pretend that that pain is not there to push past it, especially when it's a pain like what I was going through. Mine wasn't, isn't a constant like I had when I was going through my surgeries from 2013 to 15. Those were, or 2013 to 18, excuse me, those were year five years of pain that weren't going to go away. This pain, if you're an amputee or you have back pain that comes and goes like this that mine did, if you are going through something like that, I will, I will tell you that it will pass. Um, it just, it's going to really, it's going to monkey with your mind a little bit and make your mental game askew. And you've got to build up to be stronger. The only way to do it is to just keep telling yourself, this will pass, this will pass. Have a mantra or something. I don't know what you need to do, but I know that what I went through from Thursday to this morning was really, really hard on me. Um, I, I will honestly say that I held it together all weekend, but once the procedure and everything was done Monday, I lost my, my cool and um, and I exploded. Uh, there there was shrapnel <laughs> to the explosion, and I had to apologize because I I lost my cool, and just I you know how you know how if you've ever been pushed to the brink and then everything subsides subsides your emotions just flood. That's where I was yesterday afternoon. It just exploded in me. Everything I was trying to hold in to get through. And you know, I know that's not totally healthy to hold it all in, but for me, for what I knew I was going through, that was the only way I was going to manage myself. It wouldn't have done me any good to sit there and nitpick and get crabby towards everybody in my house and to just be grumpy and to cry all the time. So I kind of held it together. I watched some programs on loop, like binge watched another show again and just tried to let the day go. You know, I just, let's go Saturday or Sunday. Just get over. I don't even want to, I don't even want to see you anymore. And I just, you know, I just literally did nothing. No, no tasks were handled. Everything was left. Any dishes in the sink were left. I knew standing up and bending over and emptying the dishwasher, all that stuff was going to hurt. I left it all alone. So where do we go from here? A call to action, of course, is how I love to end my programming. And I think you've probably heard enough about my my crappy weekend. <laughs> but I would say for a call to action, if you are going through something like I did and you are really struggling, really struggling with your mental 
first off, I'd say, give yourself some slack, cut it, cut some slack. It's hard. It really is hard. I would say, cry it out a little bit, find time anywhere. If you don't want to do it in front of anybody, go take a shower and cry it out. There's no use in keeping that in. I would also highly suggest alerting everybody that's close to you that it will interact with you while you're going through it in your home that this is what's going on with me right now. Be honest. It's not complaining. It's not, oh, woe is me. I'm, I'm struggling. This sucks. It isn't that. It is, listen, I will do my best to be my best, but I am at my worst. Please forgive me if I'm not interacting with you, if I'm I'm finding quiet space, if I'm just zoning out, because sometimes we just need that, right? Sometimes you might say, I need some quiet time. Don't just say any quiet time and walk away from people. Make sure they understand because they can't understand if we don't communicate how we're feeling. And communication, it, there's a breakdown there. And all of a sudden you find out you're ripping somebody a new one and they had no idea of what you were feeling because what I'm feeling right now is completely invisible to my family. They know me as a trooper that I go through everything and I don't, nothing happens. But on a rare occasion, it gets ugly and it gets really hard to handle. And the pain is so intense at a level 10 that you don't know if you're going to make it through another night of no sleep. So you're sleep, I was sleep deprived. I was in pain. I had phantom pain. I had, I wasn't eating and then I was taking a medicine that just wasn't staying down. It was horrible. Like I couldn't have planned a more picture perfect wrong weekend than this weekend. But I, I'm going to tell you, I made it out. And really what I did was I communicated to my husband and my son who was home for the weekend that I was going through that. And I apologized in advance that I was just, I needed to just not do anything that I was going to lay low. They let me watch what I wanted to watch. They just kind of gave me space. And my husband's so great. He knew that I was fasting. So he took my son out for dinner so that I didn't smell food cooking. You know, all those things because they knew what I was going through. If they didn't, there, there may have been, it may have been ugly. Let's just tell you, it doesn't get pretty around here if mama ain't happy. So I would say call to action, communicate, own what's happening to your body Find out, you know, maybe do that body scan just once at least to feel what it feels like to go through and figure out where that pain is originating from. Own it and move on from it. Don't allow it to take over. And if you can, do something that distracts you. I really, TV doesn't distract me, especially if I'm sitting. I struggle with pain while I'm sitting. So I did the wrong thing there, but it's also because I was fasting, like I said. But that's what I would suggest you do. So I know you're out there struggling. For those of you listening that are just trying to figure out what the warrior in you is all about, it's learning how to fight these little battles to win that war. And you can do it because you are a warrior inside of you. You're each built that way. You're each built uniquely different. You're each built special. You all have a purpose and you all can do it. You can get through whatever it is that's struggle, your struggles today you will get through it to have a better tomorrow, but you have to fight like a warrior. And that does mean building up a mental fortitude like no other, 
But I guarantee you, when you come out on the other side, you're going to be better for it, stronger for it, and more knowledgeable so that you can help somebody through what they're going through. So I just pray that you aren't battling anything right now. But if you are, take heart, it will pass. And know that you are strong enough. You are built that way by someone greater and and that knows you better than anybody else. And, And you will get through it. I know it. So until next time, I hope that you have a great week. I hope that that this weekend fills you with joy and happiness and times of blessings and gratitude. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.